Hello, everybody. Welcome back to uh, Jeff Rediger's podcast series, Replacing Wall Street with Main Street, where I co-host sessions that are directed to certain industry. And today we're going to focus on a very important topic, legacy planning for the small business owner. And I have an expert on here that I'm going to introduce in a second. If you have questions, we, at the end, will uh, provide a 800 number, email, and website. So we want to uh, educate you, and uh, that's our role. So we're, we're on 14 different podcast channels out there. Uh, please forward this to any um, coworkers or other business owners that you think would benefit. 80% of those that we have surveyed over the last year and a half, especially since the pandemic hit, have not done their will and trust planning or have let it go, and they have an old will. As a business owner, if you don't do this, you're partnering with the government, and I'm very adamant about that. So let me introduce my host for this important session called The Five Key Decisions That Business Owners Need to Make When Putting Together Their Will and Trust Package, and I brought on uh, Robert Butch Patrick. Uh, we prefer to uh, refer to you as Butch. Is that okay? That's fine, Jeff, yes. And Butch's firm, Patrick Retirement Resources, uh, is a uh, financial advocacy firm that focuses on helping the small business uh, advisor and business owner plan for retirement, uh, plan their estate, and uh, Butch is a former business owner, and so that is uh, one of the reasons why you focus on on uh, the small business community, correct? That's exactly right, yes. So I'm going to turn it over to you and have you get into these five key decisions, uh, but you are a retirement legacy planning professional. And how long were you a business owner before you uh, sold your, your business? Uh, 32 years. So you understand what keeps a business owner up at night? Well, I absolutely did, Jeff. Yes. And so with this said, um, this is the first of three podcasts that we're going to roll out here over the next uh, month that is dedicated to the business owner and the business owner community. So for those of you listening in, I want to make sure you uh, check out our uh, replacing Wall Street with Main Street channel for future episodes. But today we're going to talk about what you need to do as far as completing a will and trust package. And so, Butch, I know that you and I have talked about that statistic of 80% of um, people out there either have an old will or haven't even done it. And uh, it doesn't have to be complicated or confusing, but what are the five key decisions that need to be made um, as somebody is thinking through, not only from their business team, but personally getting this done? Can you share that with the audience? Uh, sure, Jeff. You know, uh, a lot of people want to know, uh, you know, who, who do – makes the decisions when uh something happens to me and 
everyone needs to uh, select and have a discussion with a trusted family member or maybe a trusted advisor uh, to make decisions for them once they're gone. And so when uh, you think through that, you know, so what's the next step? Uh, who should they choose? It, it should be uh, – they need to be at least 18 years old or older. Uh, and it needs to be someone, obviously, that you trust. Uh, you know, if you're married, uh, the most the – most, uh, People just choose their spouse or a brother or sister or close friend uh, or maybe a trusted advisor. And, you know, sometimes uh, uh, we hear about a successor trustee uh, or an executor. Could you share with the audience what it is that they do? What's what's their role? Well, they, they're the ones that's going to make the decisions for you once you've gone. Per your instructions, they are to carry out your wishes, uh, and they will be the person who makes all the uh, the medical decisions. So let's say that uh, you become incapacitated and and are not be able to make your own medical decisions, it would be uh, someone to do that for you. That would be a medical power of attorney. Uh, obviously, uh, you would not want that person to be the caregiver, uh, uh, should uh, that be the case. Uh, it would be someone that you've had a thorough discussion with, an agreement. And it's always a good idea to have an alternative uh medical power of attorney just in case that your first choice uh, is unable to uh, carry out those plans. So I know I hear this a lot. Um, when it comes to uh, in a will or trust, um, determining where the money goes, what are the options and um, you know, how many people can you choose? Well, uh, you need to name at least one, and we always recommend that you have an alternative person uh, to carry out your wishes, and uh, they will make the financial decisions. That they, the title of that is a financial power of attorney person, and very similar to the medical power of attorney, they need to be at least 18 years old, need to be a trusted person, probably a family member or a spouse. Uh, if you were to say, let's say you chose a brother and uh, you felt really good about your brother, but maybe not so good about your sister-in-law, then then uh, you, if something happened to your brother, you would want to have a secondary uh, person. Uh, to make those decisions for you. And, and that's very important when you're talking about uh, a custodial parent should you pass away and uh, and you have young children. Well, and it's not just young children, but um, also elderly parents, right? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yes. And uh, I think that's something that's coming up more and more. Um, 
what are some thoughts as far as, you know, uh, not just, uh, I think sometimes what we've seen is like a, a will gets old and now those, uh, children are over 18. So that's something you need to go back in and review. But what about like an alternate? Uh, you mean an, an alternate to Garden. your, uh, pardon me? Like an alternate garden guardian? Oh yeah. Um, I think something that's missed sometimes. It, it, it is. It, you should always have an alternate because, you know, something may happen to your first choice, uh, or they decide they, uh, they don't want that responsibility. Right. Uh, so you, you would need to have an alternate custodian, uh, for your children. Yes. And something that, uh, again, in the surveys and the, the conversations that we've had, um, you know, a lot of people don't think through who's going to make medical decisions on your behalf if you're incapacitated. What are some thoughts on that? Well, the as far as making the uh, medical decisions, then then uh, a person needs to be defined as this. There needs to be in writing by two two different physicians to declare that you're not capable of making uh, medical decisions for yourself. So you would need to have, obviously, somebody trusted that that would make those decisions for you, and that needs to be in a will. And uh, the financial decisions, if you're incapacitated, are also a decision, and sometimes people decipher the difference well you, you just like in the medical power of attorney financial power of attorney you need to have a a uh, probably a family member first choice would be your spouse uh, and then you need to have an alternative uh, because uh, something may happen and they uh, are not able to fulfill that role for you right well, and sometimes somebody might be uh, more compassionate with the medical decision may not be the one that's most financially capable. Very true, yes. And that's those are kind of the uh, – that's that's what you need to walk through when you're thinking through this. I, I think sometimes it's just like this – you fill out a form and then you're – you don't really – you need to think through this. It's a very important decision, especially in the world we're in. Um because, you know, the financial power of attorney doesn't work after you die. So, yeah. you know, you have to be thinking through, you know, the choices that you're making and planning uh, that you do now, both from a business standpoint and a personal standpoint, will have lasting effect on your life and then the lives of your family and your business. And I think sometimes we're just running around with all this urgent stuff. But this is crucially important. It's overlooked. And I, that's why I focused this session on having this conversation, especially to the small business community, because you and I are uh, small business owners. So let's review the five key decisions. Number one, who's going to manage your money? Where does the money go? Who's going to take care of your minor children or elderly dependent parents? Who's going to make medical decisions on your behalf if you're incapacitated? Who's going to make financial decisions on your behalf if you're incapacitated? So, Butch, 
is affiliated with a firm called My Legacy Lock. He's a licensee, one of the services they offer. And My Legacy Lock is a uh, estate planning um, software that will allow the business owner to be able to complete a will and trust package um, through their software at a much uh, discounted cost with um, with with Butch being the facilitator. Is is that correct, Butch? Yeah, and Jeff, that that is true. And you know, I, I think everybody looks at it this way. Uh, we live our life. Uh, by the decisions that we make. And I, as I see it, there's three decisions that if you don't have a will and a trust, you can either just let the government take care of it because they will step in and take care of it if you don't have a will and a trust. It'll go through probate, uh, which can take months uh, and dollars to go through probate. The second, the second option would be you could go, you could make an appointment with an attorney and you could spend two, three, four, five thousand dollars to have this service done. In my case, I didn't know about Legacy Lock at the time, but you know, I did a will and a trust and it, and, and I wound up spending six thousand dollars. So you can always go that route, hire an attorney. Uh, the third one is for nine hundred ninety-five dollars, you can do this online uh, at your home, and we, myself, and other people could help you uh, walk through all the paperwork, and you wind up spending a whole lot less money, and you can sleep well at night knowing that you have all this taken care of, and you're not leaving your your uh, loved ones after you're gone with a really headache. Uh, right. It is a very comforting feeling knowing that you have done this and your loved ones will love you even more because you did it. So let's recap here for those listening, and then we'll give you uh, information. I can contact Butch if you'd like more information. The consultation's uh, free. Um, so there is a simple solution out there. It is internet-based, the state plan technology. This was created, this software was created by a, um, a Harvard law firm and it's available in all 50 states. Essentially what they wanted to do is they wanted to bring, uh, affordable, simplified will and trust planning to each of you. And as Butch said, um, this process can be done for under a thousand dollars. And Butch is the facilitator. He's not a, let's make it clear, he's, you know, he's not a licensed attorney and uh, he's backed by attorneys, but the facilitator of the software program. Uh, your information is stored in a secure document vault that you have 24-7 access to. You will get uh, the documents sent to you, notarized, uh, as well as having the uh, virtual vault if you need to make changes, which is a lot less expensive than going to your attorney every time you need to make a change. Uh, the process walks you through step-by-step. Step. It's really, it takes, what, less than two hours, uh, right, Butch? That's right. And uh, we're here to help you. 
So if somebody's interested after going through this, you know, something I just need to get more information on, how do they get a hold of you? Uh, best way is to uh, call the 800 number. That number is 888-545-8840, extension 715. That's 888-545-8840, extension 715. You can also email me at butch, that's B-U-T-C-H, at patrickrr.com. You can also check me out on my website. It is patrickretirementresources.com. And you can also, uh, um, you can be found on LinkedIn at Robert Patrick, yeah. Patrick Retirement Resources. Uh, so if you're not following, uh, 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 Robert, um, that's your official title, Robert Patrick, um, yeah. retirement financial consultant. Uh, check him out there, small business advocate. And, um, okay. So that number again, before we uh, close out the sessions, 888-545-8840, extension 715. Um, Carrie is your contact person there and she'll set you up with a free consultation uh, with Butch and he'll walk you through the software and, and get this very important piece of your financial planning completed in a very cost effective way. So Butch, great information. Thanks for joining me today. All right. Thank you, Jeff. And look for our next uh, podcast to drop as we start uh, getting into reducing taxes as a business owner. Uh, Butch has some tips on that. And also, how to uh, retain a key employee or employees. There's some um, some great tools and resources Butch is going to share with you on upcoming podcasts. So make sure you uh, look for those to drop in the near future. And uh, this concludes our session today. Thank you very much, everybody. Have a great day.